0: hey welcome to the just north pod you got rez fuck i forgot y'all name <laughs> <laughs>
1: damn i was like hold up are you going like do i, I got an, <laughs> an intro myself i was like damn <laughs> What are you doing? Yo, keep are that you... shut in though. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Flacco and B. Uh,
0: yeah, that's right. You got your regular deckle. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, not with like we special guests or anything. You know, we yeah, just that's crazy. I'm just happy to be here.
0: No bullshit though. I really don't talk to anybody else either. I just be talking to y'all. So I don't that's know who I thought when I thought y'all names.
1: Yo, was and weird. we blood too. That's the craziest part. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm like, damn. Yo, I was, yo, I really I had a brain wait. part. My brain, too. Could you see the panic in my eyes? I was just like, <laughs> I
2: was stunned I, seen I didn't know. I see the look. You was crying out for help.
0: I was like, shit. And I'm looking, right? I'm looking at Brian's name, and I was about to say, King Poppy Brian, is that his name? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Welcome to the Just North Pod. It's episode nine of our inaugural season. Today we're gonna be talking about a handful of shit, including the dumb fuckery that is Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna be fucking
1: mid alert.
0: yeah, we're gonna be talking about the tragedy at Astro World, um, and we're gonna be talking about them Sixers because you already know they're the best team in Philly right now. You know, so. talk about it. Yeah, we we gonna get into it, but we we gonna start with the we gonna start with the heavier shit. Uh, Flocka, you wanna talk us through this Aaron Rodgers bullshit?
1: Ah, uh, so this past week, big news, kind of national news. I've seen it on every single news outlet: morning news, evening news. Aaron Rodgers testing positive for COVID out for the game this to that's today against the. I can't Shiloma. remember who they're that playing, but. They just
0: played the Cardinals. They playing somebody. Yeah. Um, they're
1: playing somebody. Jordan Love, Jordan Love era. But um, other, um let's get back to what happened. Um Turns out Aaron Rodgers kind of bullshit semantics played his way out of not admitting that he wasn't vaccinated although he said immunized there's some shit like that yeah um, he kind of lied to everyone kind of bypassed and made it look like he was vaccinated he in turn was not then on friday uh he had a guest appearance on the pat mcafee show oh mm-hmm. they're about to get trashed by the chiefs if they're playing today so yeah ripped to them um kind of had a surprise appearance on the pat mcafee show He's usually there every tuesday he did a special appearance on Friday to kind of address the controversy surrounding all the vaccine <laughs> mandates. Um, and Aaron Rodgers kind of proved that he is a one, a dumbass, two, he thinks he's smarter than everyone around him, and three, he's very close to like the far right conservative like pipeline of like Q non theories. I mean, Karen Rodgers in the building, a real dickhead. Um, he quoted MLK to try to justify his choice around I healthcare. Gotta
2: stop. It's fucking crazy. Go
0: ahead. I, mean, go no.
2: ahead.
1: I mean, Aaron kind of dug a bigger hole for himself. I saw he's losing partnerships with some medical businesses that he had. Um, he said he got advice on the vaccine from fucking Joe Rogan. So oh my God. let me know when we're hey, medical advice from a podcaster. Hell yeah. You know, that's the way to go. But he kind of made a clown of himself. He's been on every single news outlet. And this is kind of bigger than sports because the the right is taking uh, Aaron Rodgers is like a hero. Like they took Kyrie. Uh, and then everyone else is like, what the fuck happened? I wish you didn't even start talking. I wish we went back to we didn't know who the fuck Aaron Rodgers was. Just the quarterback. Now, I think we know a little too much. And, you know, I'm officially out on Aaron Rodgers based on all this shit. We've uh, been a pretty stout podcast, so, you know, pro back pro pro science, pro not being a dumbass, pro look out for your neighbors. And this is just another example of a, our heroes just dying because they're yep. fucking dumbass. Yep.
0: But Aaron what do y'all Rogers. think about it? Aaron Rodgers. I think you said the best Karen Rodgers. Yo, what a dickhead.
2: <laughs> Karen
0: Rodgers. Right. It took me a second when you said it. I was just like, huh? And I was like, oh shit, that go well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's crazy because it, it's just It's not even crazy. It's just hella frustrating aside from him being an absolute asshat and, you know, implying this whole time that he is vaccinated, violating the league protocols for covid, going to the podium to have press conferences unmasked, unmasked, putting all of these other people at risk. Like talk about fucking selfish. And it's just it's not surprising to me when I think about it, because he's been linked to Shailene Woodley and Shailene Woodley probably ain't vaccinated either.
1: She know, some weird shit. She like she the weird some weird shit. It's this weird category of like overly yep. spiritual. I found myself later in my life. I'm trying to yep. like get closer to nature and all this bullshit that always go down this route. Like, I know what's yeah. better than medicine. I'm going to eat charcoal and <laughs> cure my body and that shit. Ass,
0: like, that ass. And, and Brenda posted this on her story actually that Joe Rogan is just Gwen Paltrow for men. And she explained it to me yesterday because I didn't really understand. But essentially, Glenna Paltrow and Joe Rogan are the same type of white person that they've never had a real struggle in their life. But they're over here telling everybody what they need to do from like a privileged perspective. For example, Glenna Paltrow is like, everything's a toxin. Don't put it in your body. Everything's a toxin. And she started her company, Goop, and starts shit t- like talking about like, oh, what a well. terrible name. Right. It's just like the Kourtney Kardashian poosh. I couldn't think of the name for either of them yesterday. And I was like, ain't one of them called poop or fart or some shit like that? (laughs) Like, who gives a fuck? But just like coming from a place of privilege where, for example, like, Gwyneth Paltrow will tell people reading her blog to be like, oh, well, you should get rid of all of your old lingerie that had anything to do with your ex relationships because it's healing. And it's like how privileged to think that people can just buy lingerie and throw it out because they broke up with somebody or the same thing with their mattress or their sheets and shit like that. And they're the same type of person. They don't have any credibility and they're just advising the masses. And honestly, I think the best tweet to sum it up was from um, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show is aaron Rodgers trying to prove that cte is real or that well, what what did he say whatever it was some shit like that but i was just like damn man like you really played all of us and you played yourself and it is so selfish and he's not remorseful and now he's talking about the woke mob
1: oh my god and as soon as you go down oh the the woke cancel co- yo like we're yo, not white people love shit. that shit
0: white people love that, Eat shit. that
1: shit up Every Literally. time every
0: time I turn to them, they love that shit. Well, the woke mob, yo, fuck you.
1: Also, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, if you're going to be dumbass, don't don't be mad when people come at your neck. Like, I'm right. so confused. What did you expect people to say? Like, right. you don't come like, at
0: your neck. Well, question for y'all. Like, what is the woke mob? The woke mob is people, I would say, waking up and realizing that white people on some fuck shit and they need to be fixed. Like, that's really all it is. And you notice there's always white people coming out talking about the woke mob. Right. I don't know.
1: What what you the think? Same, B. I just same. Oh, go ahead, B. Go ahead.
2: No, nah, no, nah, you straight. Um, I was just thinking to myself, it's crazy what one game of Jeopardy does this man. Like he just hosted Jeopardy. Jeopardy down bad. Jeopardy down bad. bad bro. And on a serious note, I think like like you guys have been saying, like we're just watching our heroes like basically unmask themselves before our eyes and we just seeing him for what he really is a dumbass like he's just a dumbass I don't know why we're surprised like this man just throws a football for a living you know a lot of these guys are educated don't get me wrong a lot of these guys are educated but what the fuck like what the fuck are you doing telling people like you know you're you you're vaccinated and then when it comes down to it you're not
0: every one of his like key messaging points is anti vaxxer messaging points. It's, yep. it's crazy. Why it's like someone crazy? gave him a
1: sheet of like, Hey, these are all the points you need to hit to hit like that anti
2: vax rhetoric.
0: Yeah. He hit yeah,
1: every yeah. single
2: one.
0: He's talking but about He's talking
2: from like a privileged pa- uh, place too. Like it's just like, it, it's just so crazy. Like when, when you get to a certain comfort level in your life and complacency, you're just willing to say any dumb shit. And yeah. this is exactly what's happening to him.
0: Apparently he's like subject to fines, but he's not subject to suspension, which is fucking wild.
2: I mean, facts. He's one of the he's the reigning MVP, the reigning MVP. At the end of the day, it sucks, but it's just like it's all about money when it comes down to it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: of course, of course. Yeah, if they
2: don't if they don't gotta suspend him, they won't do it. Like they're gonna basically give him a slap on the wrist, and that's that's the
0: thing. I keep saying that it's crazy, and it's really not crazy. Look where he played football. No offense to the people of Wisconsin, but. The All middle offense. of Wisconsin, yeah, actually, All yeah, offense. and that, and that's like a whole like larger conversation. If you, if we were to like pull this back a little bit at scale, like and think about like political races and like how trump targeted a a particular group of people and it was because these people felt like they weren't being heard and someone was finally quote listening to them without actually doing anything for them like this is like a larger conversation but like it all kind of bubbles down to the same thing is there's like a lack of education a lack of trust similar to the lack of trust we see like in the brown and black communities when it comes to like the government like it's just like a much larger conversation but it's like bro like you're an nfl quarterback and it's not even that it's not even that he's not vaccinated is that he implied that he was right like that's the issue like i mean it's an issue of course that he's not vaccinated but like bro like you put so many people at risk just existing just existing
1: he just went to that halloween party with all his teammates where he was dressed as john wick and having fun this that and a third like and then mouth gonna, breathing. <laughs> like,
0: That's crazy. Yeah. It's
1: just, it's, I think, I'm just tired of like these people. Who, hey, you're an expert at football. Hey, if we ask you to break down a coverage, hell yeah, break it down. You know, talk, mm-hmm. you know, offenses, go ahead. That doesn't automatically make you a, an expert in medicine. Like, apparently, him and his team like, gave like 500 pages of their own research to the NFL to try to get a vaccine exemption. And the NFL looked at him like he was a clown. You stay in your lane, and just yep. we would have been fine. Just stay in your lane. There's NFL players who weren't vaxxed. Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins. Some of them have been wearing masks. Some of them haven't. There's also players on the Packers who are anti vaxxers who have been doing the media over Zoom. That's why That's you had the lot. And then, and then yeah. the
2: the comparison between like you know him and Kyrie, man. It, it's they're both they're both idiots. Don't get me wrong. They're both idiots, but. Uh, at no point did Kyrie like lie or say like he didn't anything. lie. Like, he didn't he's lie. He kept up. the same energy from the jump. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's crazy for me, Kyrie, as much of a dummy as he is, like for not getting vaccinated, doing all the shit that he's doing, he is ne- he's been up front from the jump and he mm-hmm. was. And I hate to say it, he wasn't he wasn't like made a martyr, but people were coming at him hard as fuck, hard as fuck, in particular, Stephen A. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers and Stephen A. And Aaron and, and Stephen ain't ready to suck his dick. Like, well, you know, um, and it's like, dog, since when do we give more grace to them? Like coming from our side of things, like, why are we giving more grace? Like Kyrie, like if he lied about it, he should be getting the same treatment. But that's the thing. Aaron Rodgers lied and he's not even getting a little bit of the treatment that Kyrie got for being straight up from the jump.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's easier to just kind of defend Aaron Rodgers, when he's working for ESPN, I mean, I'm sure his higher ups had something to play like, hey, this is big news, but don't make it a viral moment or don't make this that right. ESPN's filling his pockets as much as like he's still getting paid by them. If they say don't spend this much time on this, he's not going to. I don't care what anyone says. They have some type of influence when you're a media company that huge on all your talent. And. That's why I forget who checked him. It might have been. I'm not quite sure who checked him on on uh, first take about the energy he had. But he had a point like, yo, you're going to come at Kyrie. At least he kept to himself, didn't come to the facility, didn't go to practice and, and cap about some shit. Aaron did his shit regular. Even though he's claiming everyone in the facility, uh, you're covering for your ass. He said, "I'm
0: I'm immunized, dog. You are not immunized. You're taking ivermectin, whatever the fuck. Taking like some (laughs) shit for
1: like for animals or like for sleep. Like, shut up, bro. Like, I'm just tired. I'm I'm just real tired of us giving a platform to people who don't deserve the platform, and then they just spread dumb shit or they claim they're the next Messiah. Oh, I know more than everyone else. I didn't go to school for this. I didn't nothing. But I'm a pro." I did my own research. I did a couple Google searches. A bunch of Google <laughs> yeah. degrees
2: is what we handing out, man. I mean and just to Those just to put it out, right? <laughs> just to put it out there, uh Stephen A. Smith's net worth with ESPN is sixteen million dollars. So shit. you know, they shit. they got him on the got, pocket.
0: yeah, I got one request from you, Flock. well Next time you see him out on these streets, you better let him know.
2: Okay. Right.
1: I mean, next time I see you in Barnes and Nobles, bro, That's bro. Right.
0: That's right. And I know this isn't really on the agenda, but I know we've been talking about it a lot this week amongst ourselves. Um, this Henry Ruggs, the third situation, I just feel Man. like we got to at least mention it because it, it's really sad. For those of y'all who don't know, Henry Ruggs, the third, I think he's got up to four felony charges against him now for going. I, th- I think he was going like 170 or something like that in Vegas. His blood alcohol level was like double, maybe triple the like legal limit.
1: Point one, six, one. So a double. Yeah.
0: It was like double the legal limit. He had his girlfriend in the car. He rear-ended a Toyota, I think a RAV4, in which there was a 24-year-old and her dog, and they died instantly upon impact. Car went up in flames. He and his girlfriend suffered minor injuries. He has since been released from the Raiders, and I think he's out on bail right now with an anklet. He's also not allowed to drink alcohol, but he's 22 years old, and his life is gone. And I, I don't, necessarily feel super bad for him. It's just a really fucking terrible tragedy and you got to ask yourself what was he thinking? Obviously not at all and you know, why didn't he get an Uber? Why didn't he get a lift? Why would his partner let him drive like that? Like he he took someone's life and her dog, he took two lives and they didn't even see it coming.
1: Damn. Yeah, these are one of these situations where there's no there's no winner, there's no clear loser. It, it kind of reminds me of a, of a similar situation with, uh, if we remember, Dante Stallworth mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. played for the Saints, played for the Patriots. I think he might have had a brief stint with the Eagles. Very brief. I can't recall, Maybe. but he also uh, killed someone drunk driving and he kind of avoided any real punishment out of it. And eventually I'm pretty sure played in the league afterward. It sucks. It sucks to see someone with so much money and, you know, quote unquote, support kind of go down this path. 22, Las Vegas. Dude, what's up with your girl not telling you to chill the hell out if you're drunk driving, dude? What? In like a yeah. sports car.
0: Like yeah. you know, he was driving a Corvette and not that this is on her at all. No, because not who at knows all. Who knows how yeah. trash she was. But like you would think the person that you're with, girlfriend or not, would be like you got a lot lit. more.
1: Like um, damn, no. somebody, somebody check the situation. Like you, an NFL up and comer. You went to Alabama. You playing for a potential playoff team with Derek Carr. You got a new head coach in the building over there, and now, boom, done. It's
0: just we're lucky. Sad.
1: We'll be lucky if we see him ever. But I always said it, and I said it when this happened. The NFL loves these redemption type stories to sell to the news, to sell to the media. And I wouldn't doubt if we don't see this cat and like three four years when he's yeah technically supposed to be in his prime yeah Um, it'll be
0: interesting to see Dante Stalworth was facing like 15 years in prison and he said he was sentenced to 30 days in jail and he only served 24 so
1: well there's
2: our uh
0: our legal system it's a money machine it's a money machine
2: it's sad man it's just it's I feel like doing all that stuff when you're out partying i feel like there's a series of events that you have leading up to the point where you're going to get drunk where where you could have made a lot of decisions Mm. where Mm -hmm. you're you're making the conscious choice to say like okay no maybe this is going to be my last drink or you know maybe i should get ready to call an uber schedule an uber or maybe i should hand somebody else my my keys like there's there's a there's a lot of options or a lot of routes that he could have taken yeah
0: it's a lot of moments to make a decision yeah it's a lot lot of
2: moments to make decisions everybody knows that when you're an adult you know you have a lot of options and a lot of chances to do so. And I feel like he had those options, whether or not that he's young or, or you know, a lot of money was was handed to him early, whatever. That's another topic, but you knew better. You knew better leading up to this, to this point. It's sad, man. It's sad because he's facing what, like 46 years in prison, something, something crazy like that. His life just started, man. He's a kid. His life just started and now it just ended. Yeah, like it, it, just it's so- like that. Just, just like, like that,
0: in that. a blink of an eye. Just nine. one bad decision.
1: What I'm seeing this is his second year in the league, third year in the league. He had just second. signed base salary of 600K, signing bonus of over two mil. It's tough. It's tough, man, especially for such a young cat to just – it's all and shout out to the people the the woman and the dog who died in the accident obviously you know they were just driving you know whatever they were doing probably
0: just trying to get
1: home like try to get home have a run you know go for a quick drive and it ends up like that 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 type tragedy like damn shout out to yeah. them and you know and that hopefully they get the family gets their compensation henry ruggs pay up all the money you need to pay up yeah. pay the consequence we'll see what the NFL decides. He didn't. He cleared waivers, so none of the thirty-one other teams said, "I want anything to do with them. Yep. So we'll see what happens to Henry Ruggs in the near future. We'll probably go radio silent the next, you know, five to six months until his trial gets back yep. in the public. It sucks. It's sad. It's a waste. Kind of a waste of a talented individual. And it's just, yep. you know, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see some twenty-two. I'm sitting here at twenty-seven. Like, holy shit, twenty-two, yeah. and that that mistake chalked your shit. Your career. One mistake will fuck you up.
0: Yep, that's all it okay. takes. Staying on this, unfortunately, this sad train for now. I think we got to talk about what happened at Astroworld.
1: Jesus, uh,
0: man. I believe Astroworld is a two-day music festival put on in Houston by Travis Scott. On day one, I think it was maybe 11 people were murdered i'm gonna say murdered because like it was at the hands of other people yeah the crowd compressed and i went down a rabbit hole this morning i read up about it i saw a lot of tiktoks i saw some posts on instagram as well from people who were there sharing their accounts and i guess all day i've been thinking about how i go to a lot of pop punk concerts sometimes heavy metal depending on you know the band and we mosh pit right we mosh pit and crowd surf at these concerts but One thing that has always stood out to me, which is why this kind of felt like a shock, is that people look out for you when you're at these concerts. When you're at a pop punk show, sure, you might mosh pit. Sure, it might get a little violent because that's the nature of a mosh pit. The band is like egging it on. But if somebody's not okay, the people in the mosh pit are one looking out for you, and so is the band. There have been several bands that have stopped mosh pitting to make sure that everybody in there was okay. And if someone wasn't okay, to get them out before they continue the show a recording that was resurfaced as a result of this tragedy happening at Astroworld was uh, a clip from Lincoln park at a show where someone wasn't okay uh, in the mosh pit. They stopped the yep. show and said, they're not continuing until that person is okay or out of the mosh pit. And I know I'm talking about mosh pitting and all of that good stuff, but essentially what happened at Astroworld was so a crowd of 50,000 people, the crowd compressed. And you think about standing in a crowd at a concert and maybe sometimes you have like some leg room, you have some room to put your arms up, to put your arms down, to record all that stuff. This crowd at Astroworld compressed so tightly that there was a lack of oxygen in the crowd. So much so that people's lungs, their chests were hurting and people were sinking into the crowd. And there were, I think, at least two layers of people's bodies on the ground and other people from back, from the back of the crowd pressing up to the front and trampling them. And there were several concert goers, particularly this one girl, I I don't know her name, but she went up to one of the cameramen and asked him to stop the show because people were dying. She was there with her friend and she lost her friend to the bottom of the crowd. I think eight people died. Two of them, one was 14 and one was 16. They died because people were trampling them at a fucking concert. Why weren't they looked out for at, at what point did we did we get here where we're not concerned for the well-being of others? And then the cameraman didn't stop the show. He essentially told her to buzz off. An ambulance finally made its way through the crowd. And other concert goers were jumping on top of the ambulance for fucking clout. Fucked People up. were dying. Up. At one point, Travis Scott <clears throat> called for help. I think the time was 938. And this is significant because he continued his show through the end. He stopped playing at 1015. There's a video where he's asking for help and he's watching the paramedics pull a body from the crowd. And whether he was aware or not that that boy was dead, like he was, this poor kid, he was gone and he continued his show. He turned around and continued. And what's important to call out here is that this is not an isolated incident. Travis Scott has known, has been known and charged with inciting riots at his concerts. So where do we draw the line? Like, do we draw the line if Kylie Jenner was in the crowd? Because apparently People Magazine just decided that that was the most important news coming out of that, that pregnant Kylie Jenner was not harmed at this concert. Who gives a fuck? People died. It's really, really fucking scary and really concerning. And Travis put out a statement that wasn't really an apology And then I just saw a little while ago, Kylie allegedly said something about they weren't aware that people had died until after the show and all of that stuff. And I understand that it might be hard to see from the stage, but he literally you can literally see him watching them pull a body from the crowd. And the kid is unconscious. At what point do we say, all right, guys, we got to stop the show? They had to cancel day two of Astroworld.
1: I don't know. I think I have I have gripes with this on two fronts. The one front is. If you're going to schedule a festival and you're of the magnitude that Travis Scott is, he's, his money is unlimited at this point. He's also part of the Kardashian brand, whatever you want to call it. Nut up and pay for a logistics team that can properly plan a festival that can tell you, hey, we're going to need this much security. We're going to have an evacuation plan in case something happens. There are companies that do this for a living. Stop trying to cut corners by just hiring the local security people that are not cut out. Sorry, for the most part, these are just regular people that want to pick up a shift with the security at these events. Like, you have the money. You're making it back with the tickets. I mean, he also told people, oh, I don't care if you pay, just get in somehow. Like, when you're inciting this type of aggression, especially toward this younger generation, I'd say the ones like hitting 21 now, the teens now all of it culminates into just pure aggression This like lack of who gives a fuck who's around me. I'm here for a good time. But at the end of the day, Travis, this is your responsibility to make sure things like this have plans in place. Hey, if there's an ambulance that has to get through, what's the escape route to get in and out as quick as possible to the closest hospital. Like it's very simple to avoid these things. There have been co- festivals, big events like this that have gone year in, year out. Warp Tour had what twenty-something years. I can still remember to this day. I was at the barricade for a day to remember. They were Creeping. that. They were the shout out. They're scumbags shout now, out, but shout out. out, shout out, right on the barricade, chest right on it, and there was pressure from the back. But everyone kind of knew, hey, don't do a lot. It's hot as hell. There's water going yep. around. If you could spare water for somebody, let them chug a water pre-COVID times. You know, let's look out for each other. Or, you know, me falling in a circle pit and other people creating a smaller circle around me to help me get up. Right. So I'm right. not just like st- stompled on. It's like, dude, where where is people giving a fuck about? The, honestly, yep. the biggest image stuck in my head is the dude dancing on the ambulance. Like, and he didn't give
0: a fuck either. After the show, he was posting about it on Instagram.
1: Like, like people only care about clout or like, what can I do to get noticed? I don't know. I'm trying to find the why or the reasoning. And every time I'm coming up blank every single time, like, how are you not looking out for somebody who falls? People can't breathe. Like, I can only imagine the anxiety and just the pure chaos being there where it's not even fun to see your favorite artist. You're worried about like not dying or that could, that could even be a potential of you seeing your favorite artist. you might check homie going to a concert it's not have a good time it's oh make sure you good by the end of it hope to see you tomorrow hear you the next day like that's not what the fuck music's about like cool like i don't know it should just make me mad because we've seen it in and out like there you can mosh you can have a good time you could all jam but there's a limit there's like a point of humanity like yo i'm looking out for let's all enjoy And I don't know, I feel like we're getting away from that. Like, this shit ain't about the music anymore. It's not. It can't be.
0: It's crazy. The one thing that really stayed with me was the girl who was, you know, pleading with the cameraman. Because she said before she made it to him, she made eye contact with this dude who was laying on the floor face up. And she saw the panic in his eyes and she tried her best to protect him from other people stepping on him. And she couldn't. And you could, and she said she could see the gratefulness in his eyes, but she couldn't help him. Like, at what at what point, like at what point did we all stop worrying about other people's safety, even if you don't know them personally? It's just really fucking scary. The the people who died, I'm looking at a, a list of their ages here. It's a 14 year old, a 16 year old, two 21 year olds, two 23 year olds, a 27 year old. Someone as young as 10 was injured and hospitalized. I'm also reading that a a police report says uh, a security guard passed out unconscious and had to be revived with Narcan because there was someone going around the crowd, stabbing them in the neck with a needle.
1: Folks built different. Like what? Not even in a good way. Y'all built fucking y'all wired. Something fucked up. Who raised you? Who? TikTok. I don't know. The Internet. I don't know. I I I'm searching for answers. I may sound like an old head, but I'm. What what the hell happened? What's happening? Yeah, you know. I just feel like it gets it's getting worse. Like our lack of like, hey, yep. let's look, let's we're all good here. Like,
0: yeah, we are gonna need your thoughts, B. I know Houston is on your like top ten list of cities here.
2: Houston's almost like another home to me one of the, the top spots for me and Marlo to move was, was to Houston, which is still up in the air. But for a while I was considering going to this, to this festival because I wanted to go to the one last year, but for something, another reason I, I wasn't able to go. Right. I ended up not going to this, but thank God I didn't go. And, and seeing everything that happened and I, I went down the same rabbit hole and I was just looking at TikTok videos and, and people just like giving their own reactions. There was one kid that he gave a reaction saying like, yo, it was literally like I was in hell. He said it was extremely hot. Like he couldn't breathe. He had to run out. Looking back at it, he was like, "This is the most like the scariest festival I've ever been to because people just don't care." And and like obviously, dudes running around putting needles in 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 people's necks. And I don't know where's humanity gone, bro. Like you guys said, like when did we stop looking out for each other? And and also the performers as well, man. Like I know from up there, you really can't notice who's getting trampled and whatnot but there was a there was a tiktok that i saw that they were saying that the ambulance were pulling bodies out to the front and trying to revive them and if they couldn't revive somebody they just moved to the next body and try to revive them
0: they were putting them in body bags they're putting them in body bags
2: and it's not like it's not like they were doing it at the end of the show it's it's during the show you see ambulance like you know guys putting people in body bags and you're going to continue to sing and perform Like you got people screaming and not like screaming like, yo, yeah, you know, keep going, keep going. And of course, there's those few dumbasses that's jumping on the ambulance and whatnot and just causing a scene. But dog body bags, dude, there was a video from the crowd screaming at Travis, stop the show, stop the show. And motherfucker played another song after that another that, song that's his bro. that's his rap i'm the wow i'm
1: the wow conster y'all gotta get reckless and yo bro, as an artist fuck all that. Fuck you all know that. the energy of your crowd like you every show you know oh shit's about to pop off or it's not a good vibe like with the amount of shows he's played and festivals he's played he knows the vibes
0: he's got to be held accountable that's but that's the thing he's encouraging that shit but he's got to be held accountable like
2: and that dumbass like like apology video he put out like bro that shit like that shit wasn't sincere it wasn't emotional <laughs> bro that to me right now i'm not even I, I wasn't even there i'm not an artist like you know and we're just talking about it right now my jaws dropped like i i have goosebumps right. just talking like, about I'm it like i'm upset
0: it, like, I'm, I'm upset, upset, bro.
2: I feel like I lost somebody, and it, it sucks, bro. Once you hear that, there's like, there's kids under the age of 18 that lost their lives there. Imagine like your your son or daughter telling you, "Mom, Dad, I'm gonna go uh, to this concert or this festival with my friends. I'll be right back." And you find out that they got trampled in a stampede of people, of conscious human, like living, breathing people. And the one that led the stampede is the performer. Nothing. He didn't At stop. He point, kept the concert yeah. going. Prayers and love going out to those families. I just I, I can't see myself going to a festival or anything like that. That just may, already like I already have bad anxiety whenever I'm surrounded by a lot of people. And that that just makes it worse. That should make me question.
1: Damn, I'm just going to sit in the back at any concert, like near the doors or like near the bar. Right, bro. I, hey, I'm not even taking right. a chance. Not worth like, it. If uh if you have it, I'd recommend watching the uh, documentary by um who produced it. the guy who owns the ringer. The guy, Boston oh, guy,
0: Bill, Bill, Bill Russell, Bill, Sim- Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons, Bill, Simmons. Bill, Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Russell, a,
1: a Celtic, Bill know. A, uh, all them Celtics
0: people the same. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he did a documentary on Woodstock 99 with like Limp Biscuit was there mm-hmm. and corn and all that. And how that turned into one of like the biggest festival tragedies. Hey, we're like two steps from fucking around and repeating the shit that happened at Woodstock 99. And again, if you haven't seen it watch it. It's about an hour and some is it. I mean, it might scar you from going to a festival. I know for me, it did, but like a poorly planned festival without a lack of infrastructure, without a lack of a logistical plan Mm -hmm. is very easy to go from a great time to a shit time. I suggest if you haven't go see it, it's worth your watch, especially with all this going on. I think if you want to learn more about stuff and kind of similar events, take a look at it. It's on HBO max and it's worth it.
0: I know I'm adding that to my list. But uh,
1: you know, we've been on the sad shit, you know. The world this week has not been, you know, the best. But one thing we can get happy about is those 76ers. Woo! Clap your hands, everybody
0: for Philadelphia. Philadelphia. 76ers.
1: 76ers.
0: That's T, yo. We're on beat. Yo, we the we the top team in the NBA. First team to eight wins. Shout I can't out. Talk about it. Fourth quarter Burke King Burke, you know, popping the fucking cork off.
1: You know what I'm saying? This jersey coming. I don't want to overreact, but I'm going to. The chemistry on this team, regardless of who is on the court, last year there was a visible difference when our starting rotel was in and our backup rotation was in. This year, it's flawless. Sometimes where it's like, oh shit, we got hoopers everywhere. Every Paul group. out
0: the mud. Reed with the pa, put back, pa, pa, pa. put back. Paul, let's go.
1: Uh, I'm excited. We're looking good. If we can good. improve on this chemistry, the I feel like we just know where the ball should be going. No defenses really kind of shut us down. I feel like and the the losses we have had have been on us, self inflicted like, for sure. Like we were turning over the ball. We were not making you know wide open shots. We were you know. The small things in basketball that matter, we kind of folded on, and that's where our losses come yeah. from. But then when we win, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's like the number one team coming out of the East. They're going to be a Yo, problem.
0: deadass. And on top of getting the first to eight wins in the NBA, we also got win number 1,000 for Coach Rivers. You feel me?
2: Shout out, Coach. Yeah. Let me tell you about fucking King Curry, bro. King Curry... When we played the 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 Pistons on Thursday, I, I just want to say team high of 23 points. And that's without Joel, without Jeez. most of like our, our big guys. He took over 23 points and is in a season high for a three-point range, shooting 53.1% from the field. God damn. Oh bro a- averaging 17 points three rebounds one assist he's leading the entire league in effective field goal per- field goal percentage he sure Seth is. Curry hey Seth Curry is balling and he he's not getting enough
0: credit and not to bring this back to Ben Simmons I think about what the team looked like with Ben on the floor last season and what they look like now it's hard for Seth Curry to coexist with Ben Simmons because he's doing a lot more of running the point right now where he's facilitating a little bit more because you got Tyrese more willing to shoot the ball, willing to drive all that stuff. So it, it spaces the floor in a way that was not possible with Ben's style of play. And yes, I think that defensively we are a better team with him offensively. We are not
2: 100%.
1: It's, it's the biggest thing. And I think as, as much as, as a baller team we are with Ben, like fuck him, but I gotta admit it. We are a baller team, but On the offensive side, if I know you're not a threat anywhere but the paint on defense, I can kind of lag off and, you know, move to a double team or better rotate to trap another player. Exactly. Seth, even when he's off ball, I'm scared as hell he's going to get the ball back and shoot a three right in my mid. That threat enough is going to have defenders respect you. I kind of don't want Ben back. I mean, yes, he would help defensively, defensively, but I would rather take... The offensive plus of having Seth play those minutes at that position, then those bonus points we get from defense. Yeah, probably during playoff time, maybe that might come to bite me in the ass saying that, but mm-hmm. I like the offensive option more than just a lockdown defender. I'm sorry, especially in this NBA. Give me a score, give me someone who could put up 23, 20. Shit, you fuck around, drop 30 real quick then you drop me a triple-double. Cool. Yeah. Russell Rasplock Russell Russell has shown me the triple-double doesn't mean shit.
2: Doesn't, you
1: can have a triple-double every game numbers. and your team, just your team still gets dick.
0: Man, I'm really happy with what we're doing. I think the chemistry is really the key factor here. And we have a bench being led by George Niang. And he's Like who? It. What an addition. Joe said it last night. He said, I thought he sucked. And he proved me wrong. And
1: because he kind of look goofy looking, like just yeah, his body yeah. type. The I, way he I thought
0: he sucked, too. I thought he sucked, too. And then he was just like, nah, I don't suck. And I was like, all right, man, all
1: right, man. All right, prove your shit. Prove your shit. He will, ins- he will be this year, like every year with all Philly sports teams, we always hook on to a role player always. or someone who gets a little bit of talk, but, you know, performs. He's going to be this year the one that, like, our fan base, like, hooks on to. I can feel it. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then we, we, we won't let it go, and it'll just be That's like- me
0: with Ferg right now. I don't know. <laughs> like, I've always loved Ferg. That's my king. Like, B said earlier, the jersey coming. I hope so. You hear that, Brenda? Shout out, Brenda. Chris. <laughs> uh-huh. Wink, wink, uh-huh. wink, wink. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the Sixers are, are really impressing right now, yesterday, against the Bulls uh, game number two against the Bulls, who were allegedly really good. Oh my God, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, dog. Lonzo no, Ball. He almost, heard... Oh yeah, Lonzo he almost Ball almost got
1: knocked out. He almost he he almost <laughs> fucked around and lost his whole life.
0: Yeah, Joel Embiid frustrated about a play. Almost he threw that
1: paw. He he
0: almost clocked
2: almost Lonzo Ball.
0: He got a tech for it, which he didn't know he was there. But if Almost he make contact, connect, if he made contact, dog.
1: I'm running see. that clip over every single day. If he clocks ball, right. like just pop. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: That's that's like a
1: 260, 250, 7 foot pound. Like, nah, man, No, nah, He pushing three hundred.
2: I think he big, bro. Yeah, talking about talking
0: about, talk about how big he is when they dumped water and surprised Doc in the locker room. It was Seth and Joe. If if a seven foot man was running at me with something, dog, I would shit my pants. You think Doc shit his pants yesterday? All you like, hear is
2: them big pum 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 v5 four fum ass
1: boy. No, no, not here, sir. Not here. Not here.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I'm happy. I'm happy with where we are. We're playing team ball, and it makes me even happier to know that the Celtics and the Bucks are eating shit right now. Eating shit. So
2: Those the win. East Hours?
0: the east is ours right Gotta now got to be got to be honestly not to devalue kevin durant or james harden but man they got all that shit just to lose to the sixers i said it last year and i'm saying it this year i can't wait to see them play in december i'm going to a game in brooklyn and you already know me and brenda finna sh- a shout out show out for them sixers you know what I mean you yeah,
2: mean got the spectrum jersey Rush.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll have a spectrum
2: got... early at that point. Shout, know? Hey, shout out Marlu. Shout out to
0: Brenda. Shout
1: Marlo, out Brenda. <laughs> I mean the whole sweatsuit, <laughs> the spectrum sweatsuit, the night the yeah, sweatsuit. So... I might just <laughs> I might
0: have to <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yo. Just... shout out. Shout, shout out marlu shout out,
2: Marlo, <laughs> shout out <laughs> Brenda. Come on. Y'all know, y'all know.
1: You mean shout out to Santa Claus too. Yes, yeah,
0: Santa Santa. That's that's all we got today. We happy about the Sixers. There needs to be consequences for Aaron Rodgers, and there also yep. needs to be consequences for dickhead ass Travis Scott. It's really sad that those people lost their lives when they were just going to see an artist that they really enjoyed. And
1: with that weak ass uh- apology, he was rubbing yep. the shit out of his head during that whole genre. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, what the- ah, it just like, seemed fake.
0: Come
2: on, bro. Like,
0: yeah,
1: his PR team was like, yo, bro, you really need to get one in right now, man. They're talking, you're trending. Yeah
0: yep our deepest our deepest condolences to the families um including absolutely uh, absolutely the, the the young woman who died at the hands of henry ruggs drunk mm-hmm. driving we'll catch y'all next week the hopefully with happier shit to talk about but you already know when some fuck shit Hell like yeah. this happen we gotta call it out and that's it got to
2: got to always that's it. follow the just north pod on instagram you know give us a shout out on your that stories shit.
0: We don't even, send email, blast, right? we nope, don't even send email blasts, right? We don't even send email blasts. We just ask you for a follow. Don't be petty. Yeah. Tell
2: your friends' friend about us, right?
0: That us. All right, y'all. We out.
2: Stay safe. Love y'all.